You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. I think we live in a very visual society. If it's You have to see things to believe it. So it's subconscious in my, in my 12-year-old mind. I was like, if I had not seen someone who looks like me up there, I don't think I would be where I am right now. Welcome to the Black Business of Broadway, a podcast brought to you by the Broadway League and Black to Broadway. Here, we highlight the stories, how-tos, and successes of the Black professionals and legends of Broadway. I'm your host, Janine Scott. On today's episode, I have... John Devereaux, who is a principal standby in Hamilton, an American musical, and a TikTok sensation. So if you haven't checked out his TikTok, I recommend that you do. Thank you, John, for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Janine. I went to your TikTok page after seeing it. I was like, oh, I was like, oh let me see. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so then I went down this rabbit oh, hole of like all your TikToks. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> I want people to get down the rabbit hole of all my content, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, and I think TikTok is really a great platform to introduce um, this newer generation to Broadway. Absolutely. Tons Uh, of different trends going on. Um, It's just so accessible to take a sound that's trending or uh, anything that's going on and use that as a prompt to do something that has to do with the industry in some way. So speaking of like sparking interest, mm-hmm. you and I kind of have a similar story yeah. in that uh, you saw a, your Broadway musical, uh, your first Broadway musical, and it kind of sparked your interest oh, yeah. because you saw everyone on stage look like you. For me, it was Five Guys Named Mo. Oh, love that show. And for, yeah. you, for you, it was The Lion mm-hmm. King. Can you talk a little bit about that experience and what that representation meant? you as a young man i think we live in a very visual society if it's you have to see things to believe it so it's subconscious in my in my 12 year old mind i was like if i had not seen someone who looks like me up there i don't think i would be where i am right now um but for me that moment of saying yeah i remember leaning over to my mom and saying hey i want to i could be young simba i could do that i could and that could be me. And I could be making people feel how I feel right now, filled with all this joy and awe. And Lion King is just one of those shows where, yes, there's the spectacle. And there's also the heart of it being a Disney show. You know, it's one of my favorite Disney movies. 
and on top of that, the experience of live theater, singing, dancing, and the message behind Lion King, it, it was just all cumulative to when I left the theater, being inspired uh, to follow this path in some way. I didn't know I wanted to do this, but I know that I wanted uh-huh. to make people feel how I felt that night. You were 12. Mm-hmm. Did you, after leaving, did you did you look at theater? Or when did uh, you rediscover theater if you kind of were like, I, I don't know. I actually, did, actually didn't start back up until high school. Like two years later, uh, my friends were all in this show called uh, Bed, Breakfast, and Broadway. My friends were all in this show, and there was, I, there was one guy who had dropped out of the show, and they said, hey, John, you should come on and be a part of it. You know, we're all doing it. I was like, no, nah, it's not really my thing. Acting and being on stage, I was much more of a bookworm. I, I was very much into my studies. Uh, my parents were very about getting, getting the grades, and that was a priority. So I was just like, no, nah, I, I think that would take away from my studies. But, you know, peer pressure, they <laughs> made me do mm-hmm. it. But as I was going through the process, it was really just a, as if we were going to rehearsals. It was just a fun time to spend with my friends. Uh, it was a way to hang mm-hmm. out. And, yeah, we would do the show. I was really like, okay, this is great. I'm, I'm having fun. And I still didn't, up to opening night, I still didn't think that I wanted to pursue it as a career. I didn't want to do that because, you know, you go to school, you get uh, a real education, you get a real, you go mm-hmm. get a real degree, you go get a real well, job. job. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And, but even in the program, it says, although John would not want to pursue this as a career, he might pursue it as a hobby. You know, I put that in the program of the show. But opening night, there was this uh, thing where my first entrance is kind of falling through a first story window, like into uh, into the set. And then I do I do the move. I did it every time in rehearsal. I do the move. I get up. And there's just this feeling that I've never felt before. I'm like, everybody's on stage. I can feel the audience. Like, I, I don't know. There's, some, yes. there's something about it. I can't yes. really pinpoint it. But I'm like, this is, okay, this is great. Let me, and then I, I, I don't know. I just played played on stage and then when we got to the bows I I think that night solidified for me that I really wanted to do this in some way like I know that I, mm-hmm. I this has to be a part of my life uh, and that bug bit me and then after that uh, I continued to do the shows in high school I did my first musical Godspell uh, in in high school and yeah it's just such a great supportive group of, of friends that I had in high school with that and how did your how did your parents feel about that when you were like you know I kind of think I might want to do this as more than a hobby? They they were my mom was a little nervous, but she's still she was always very supportive. She's always very supportive of yeah, yeah. Uh, what I what I'm doing, as long as it's in alignment with you know my purpose and it's not harmful mm-hmm. to anybody. If it's helping anybody, she's mm-hmm. for it. Uh, but it took her a while, I think, to warm up to the fact that I'm really going to do it. I'm like, I'm leaving all the other things, the expectations that you might have had for me behind, the expectations I had for myself. I'm leaving that all behind because this experience that I had has changed direction for me. And she was 
she's so supportive of that, even to this day, obviously. She's, <laughs> she cried uh, on the phone when I told her I booked Hamilton and it, it, I would not really even be in this position if it wasn't for her uh, either. She just, her support has been the wings that I've floated upon. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. she's just been great. Mm-hmm. You know, you uh, t- talk about purpose, mm-hmm. you know, and you knowing and you feeling that, that thing. And it's like, I don't, I don't, I like these other things, but I love yeah. this. And, and be, and having the conviction at such a young age to be able to articulate that. That's amazing. Thank you. Because there are a lot of kids who out there who don't, you know, they like, they're like, I want to do this forever, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't want to let anyone down or, yeah. it, and, and they don't recognize that, that that passion can drive you Absolutely. to the successes. And I think you're an example of that. So I commend you for, for stepping out and, and walking in your purpose. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. I, I, like I said, it's really, I've had angels in my life and messages to where I've seen, like, to guide me where I need to go. Mm-hmm. And anytime I feel, um, you know, lost or down or I always pray, meditate. Um, also I have my family always prayed a prayer of obedience over me. So I think really I'll, all I need to do is ask like, where do I need to go? And then when I'm shown where I need to go, go do it. And this, I've really been rewarded in life with, um, following the path that that is placed before me, you know, questioning the 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 doors and questioning the methods of, of what's going on and not in a bad way, just curious, being curious about what these paths mean and deciding on the path that is best for me. So did you continue your theater work in, in college? Oh, yeah. It took a while. It took two, two, uh, it took two years before I... Well, it took a year and a half before I took another theater class because I kind of slipped back into, uh, I was I was a communication studies major going in and I was going to do a business minor with an, uh, like a public relations minor as well. I was going to do a double minor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did my generals and I did a few marketing classes for like a year and a half and I was like, I went to go see shows and and I was like, this is great. I I wish I could be a part of this, but I have to, I still felt like I could pursue acting. I could pursue all of that and still get, I was still in that mentality of a real degree. I was still there. Uh, So I, 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 in one of my classes in biology, uh, one of my friends, she was a theater major and she would always just, we got to talking and we were lab partners one time. And she would always nudge me to like, hey, you should just pick up a theater minor. You should, you should do this. You should, you know, this, if it's your passion, if you, if you enjoy it, you should probably do it. I, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm in college now. This is money and loans and uh, big opportunities that are happening for, for me right now. But she convinced me and I ended up, uh, dropping my business minor after the first year because that wasn't for me and I picked up a mm-hmm. theater minor where I got to do some classes and got to see all the theaters in the local area and it just 
reignited my passion, not only for being on the stage, but for theater in all aspects, just like what it takes to run a theater, uh, the purpose of theater in this specific community, what each theater is doing. Uh, it's all, each theater has its own mission statement and every theater coming together to be under one big mission statement and their league of theaters. Anyway, I was just so excited about that, that I ended up petitioning to become a bat, to get a BFA my sophomore year because they knew me and they had seen me in something. So I petitioned to be in the Bachelor of Fine Arts program. And, and at what university oh, Texas is this? Christian University. Again, at, at Texas yeah, Christian? in okay. Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Uh, and I, I got in and started intensive programs, uh, really exploring theater. I'm such a sponge. I love, I think that's being a bookworm and everything. And earlier in my academic mm-hmm. career, I just love learning. I love learning. I love observing. I love getting information. So being dropped into those acting classes really gave me perspective and knowledge that sticks with me to this day, obviously. But I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be so always grateful for the opportunity to be surrounded by artists who are so great at their craft and have and know more than I do. Because then I can know something. You said something, and you've said it. You've said it twice so far, <laughs> and it is a, it's a theme that I hear doing the podcast, and then just in my regular, you know, my regular job life uh, at the Broadway League is the notion of a real job and getting a real degree, and that battle that many of us struggle Absolutely. with, and, um, and I. And you, you know, and your your mother is supportive, and a lot of us have very supportive parents, and they're like, as long as you're a productive citizen, as long as you're doing what you feel you've been called to do. But then we have that internal thing mm-hmm. that's like, I don't want to be a burden. Absolutely. I want to be a success. I don't want to be that stereotype. I want to be this, mm-hmm. and we put that added pressure, and you know, and some, and sometimes it is, it is external, but sometimes it's just us it, and our our psyche. Absolutely. How did you? How did you fight through that? And, you know, you mentioned you had a good friend who, who encouraged you. Who helped you to, to fight through that internal battle mm-hmm. that, you, that you had um, while at the uh, Texas Christian University? Uh, yeah, it, it's, I think that thing that we feel, it, it's a thing, especially when you're that young. You know, you, you've lived with your parents for so long and you want to make them proud. If you're a parent, you want to, like, pay them back in a way Mm -hmm. and it's like okay my price for everything you've done is me getting a a degree and even though that's not said explicitly there's just things that are unspoken and that lives there it's i don't and it sometimes it manifests as, as pressure or uh guilt or like all these things and even having a, par- a mom who was so supportive and parents who were so supportive, I knew that very early in my career, very early in my, I guess, my aspirations, they probably still wanted me to get, you know, they were probably just very worried. I think the first step was getting my mom's support because I had done a short, I, I had done an indie film my freshman year. I can't come back. I'm from Houston, Texas. So I went from Fort Worth, which is about three hours north of 
Houston and I came back home to do a sh- uh, an indie film and it was the best experience of my life so far at that point. And she got to see it when it premiered and she saw me on the big screen and I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking this is, this is the moment that she's probably mm-hmm. going to decide whether in her heart, whether or not this is like going to work for me. And she thought I was good enough. So she said, you did really good up there. I'm very proud of you and very supportive of anything you need. Like I, I was, and she confessed to me, you know, that, yeah, I'm your mother. I'm supposed to worry about you a little bit and, oh, a lot of it, but seeing you on, uh, on the big screen and seeing you do what you do, it makes me more comfortable. It makes me feel good because she was like, oh, you're not bad. Uh, you're, you're actually good at this. <laughs> this is something that, you know, you you can do and, and you can excel in and, and your personality is right for it. Um, so that was one thing, having her uh, support, definitely. The one time I, I did a pretty defiant thing, I was going to get my ears pierced. And I was like, you know what? I respect my mom. I love my mom. So I was just like, call, this was my freshman year of college. I, I called her up. I may have been, I may have been in the dorms maybe two weeks, and I'm like, yeah, I'm getting my ears pierced. I'm doing everything, so I call her up, just like, hey, mom, um, what would you think if I were to get my ears pierced? <sighs> well, <laughs> uh, you're you you're grown. You're you're away. You do what you do. I'm like, that's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. I said, how would you feel if if I got my ears pierced? And she says, well, I wouldn't like it. But again, it's your life. You're you're doing, you, you, it doesn't matter what I, I, you're grown now. So I was like, okay. So I went to go get my ears pierced that day. <laughs> and I felt, okay. and I felt, I don't know. That was a, that was a feeling like I'd never gone that much against my mom at that point but guess what when I came home for Thanksgiving I had him in and she loved him and she was like oh they look so great oh you look so good <laughs> like see moms and then so just having her support was very um very important to me and I think there's um the faculty at TCU really supported supported my uh, gifts they gave me the confidence to believe in my gifts because there could have been times where I could have been torn down that somebody could have because uh, I was still very gelatinous I was still like a baby larva like I'm I, oh, that's you know I, I was not I was like I was jello uh anything could have happened so I'm happy that when I was in that vulnerable state that vulnerable time that I was um, reinforced that I was galvanized and not mm-hmm. broken down into a mushy paste. Uh, so I think my my instructors at TCU, uh, my friend at TCU, Kelsey Milborn, the girl who nudged me, really helped me. Um, just the opportunities that I got to experience while in school, like doing doing short films and and the short film association. Doing uh, there was this program called Bart in a Box where Mm -hmm. they I Shakespeare wasn't my thing at the time I didn't know anything about it but the theater program got like five six actors together like a troupe together to go around the community and do scenes from Shakespeare's greatest works and 
doing that got me out of my comfort zone too, because Shakespeare, for any actor, I feel starting out, it's like, what is this new language? And I, that I don't understand. And it, I just go, just going through the experiences, uh, overall, I think that's what really helped me get over not getting that real degree. I think having all of that support outweighed my, uh, my fears and my doubts about mm-hmm. leaving that behind, that this sure yeah. thing, this structured idea of what it is to be successful, financially successful, emotionally, um, in, my, in my family, making, pe- making my family proud. Everything just kind of shifted to be more about me doing this rather than just this is the goal. You know, just the degree, mm-hmm. just the job. It's like, no, me being a great person, me being good to people, me following my passions and everything, that's that's what is really going to be great for me. And yeah, I just followed that. That And that just, it just feels right when, when you follow and do what you're supposed to be doing. All right, walk in your mm-hmm. purpose. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to Ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And so I want to talk about, you mentioned TCU and and how they supported you, and they are still supporting you (laughs) in such a major (laughs) way. You have a huge you have you have murals <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that and how that how that oh, came yeah. to be and have you seen oh, it have you seen your mural in new I york have. like in person did i you take did a picture? i did i've done a, two, a few tiktoks on it if you go on my page i've, I've got a few yeah, a few on yeah. there but yeah i as a part of tcu's um 150th uh celebration and uh, their 
doing a campaign called Lead On, and uh, they chose four alumni to be a part of this uh, campaign. And one of the, so I was chosen, and they did this whole uh, series of interviews. When we were in, when the tour was in New Orleans, I got to do a little uh, video interview with them, uh, showcase, letting people know about my experience and why uh, I lead on with joy. You know, I, I, joy is such an important thing in our industry. Um, I think we get to show it on stage, but we also get to show the, what the lack of joy does when it's on stage. You know, the, I think the absence of joy is something that needs to be shown as well. Uh, so just being able to inspire people from the stage and, uh, and what we're supposed to do. But yeah, they're, they're celebrating four alumni with these murals. Um, mine is on West 25th, West, West 25th Street between 6th and 7th, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I, when I went, I was like, okay, now I'm Lil John. That's Big John. So we can. <laughs> but it's just such an honor to be uh, rep- to be honored in this way. I, I'm mm-hmm. so grateful that I can give back in this way because when they were calling me for uh, donations and stuff, I didn't have that Hamilton money. I didn't have, you know, the opportunity to give mm-hmm. back financially. I was like, ah, I gave y'all all my money. But <laughs> so now I have the opportunity to not only give back to TCU, but with representation, being a face uh, for TCU in this campaign and somebody is going to see that mural. Somebody's going to see something on TCU campus. Somebody's going to read the uh, feature story that they wrote up on me and about my journey. And they're going to say, hey, I could do this too. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with my audience on, on TikTok and the representation. I want people to be inspired. I was literally thinking last night about who inspired me. Who who did I see on YouTube and all these places that made me go, hey, let me let me try a little bit. This is like sparking an interest. And mm-hmm. turns out those people, I, I can think of three people that inspired me when I was 20. Mm-hmm. That I that now I've either worked with or by proxy in, in like one degree of separation I've worked with. Uh-huh. So I, it's just okay. really cool. You know we want names. Oh, now. okay. Like, okay. Who? Well, who? There's, there's um, my actually in the Ham, Hamel world, Hamelverse. Uh huh. Yeah. Blaine Krause and Stephanie Stephanie Park. Uh, Blaine okay. was actually, I'm actually on a new company. Blaine was on this tour. So I've seen him and he, he's, I remember when I was 20 watching him do, uh, he was seeing Ragtime. He would sing, uh, make them hear you from Ragtime. I'm like, this man has such an incredible voice. And I was like, where did he train? What did he do? He was in Lion King at the time. And I was like, this is, this is great. And then Stephanie, they were singing together in this video. So Stephanie I actually w- was working with her on Angelica for a minute 
And now, she, then she was here doing Eliza for a little bit, and now she's on Broadway uh, as a principal mm-hmm. standby. So it's like a full circle thing of just seeing people. If you see something that inspires, it's important. It's important to inspire people when you're seen and when you're around people. You never know who's watching. You never know what effect you may have on somebody by putting putting yourself out there, putting your works and your gifts out there. You never know. That's awesome. <laughs> it's actually, I feel like I have like a running theme going on this pot on, on these podcasts lately is you, you never know the impact and full circle moments. Mm-hmm. It's like every guest has talked about full circle moments and almost every guest has talked about, you know, not, you know, the, the angels mm-hmm. or the people you know, around, around them, the guardians, everyone's used a different word, but it's all been, it's all been the same. And it's, it's very, it's quite interesting. So looking at, looking at where you are now and talking to the next generation, we asked this final question of all of our guests. Um, what advice you have for the future leaders of, um, of Broadway? Whatever you do, Make sure it's not only helping you out and impactful to you, but you have a gift. So make sure you give to others. Make sure you know that what you have is important. I know there are people out there who think that their gifts aren't gifts. They think that it's um, that they're not worthy of, of something because of uh, a director said, you're not good enough. Uh, a teacher said, oh, you could never do that. Um, like I said, you, we're in a, such a fragile state at that time. I mean, even as uh, it, when you're grown, when you're in, in a place where you don't know what you're doing, somebody can really break you down and you still have great gifts and they can squash that. They can squash you thinking that. So my advice would be, it sounds kind of cheesy, but Stay true to who you are. And when I say that, that means honor your gifts that you're given. Honor your gifts. Don't don't let anybody come through and tell you what you can't do. Because most likely, they're the people who can't do it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so real. People will project that their own failures onto you because they can mm-hmm. because they they know they have something over you believe in your gifts and and honor those um because we need it the world needs your gifts thank you thank you mm-hmm. so much it is, it's <laughs> been a pleasure it's been a pleasure meeting you can you give everybody your tiktok handle so they can go check oh, it out sure, it's, yeah. it's quite fun <laughs> <laughs> if you want to catch me on tiktok i'm at the john Devereaux, and also on ig that's not a relic yet. I'm also B. John Devereaux there. Uh, yeah, it's not a relic yet. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, John, uh, for, for chatting with me today. Also, thank you so much for having me again. I want to thank our guests and you, our listeners. You could have been doing anything else, but you chose to spend your time with me and I am grateful. Be sure to subscribe at bpn.fm bbb so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, tell a friend. 
I'm your host, Janine Scott, and we at the Broadway League hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Business of Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.